0: The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet to get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet. Welcome to a longer, wider field. <laughs> touchdown in Canada. Welcome to the Waggle.
1: I think Nick oh, Debsky just got tipped. Hey, oh, no, thank Shut you, man. He Should just got, got a tip I from the fans. That's incentive to go back to the end zone, isn't it?
0: Welcome to the Rouge.
1: Down the sideline goes Ellison. He's gonna score. A touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: Welcome to three-down football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. That's right, it is the CFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is CFL Jim, I am Rod Gomez, and we are ready to break down another fantastic week of Canadian football for you, Jim. We had a great week last week. I mean, there was a lot of exciting stuff going on. Maybe not great in the bets, 100%, but uh, still some fun football to be had. And, and I think we're in for another fantastic week here as well.
1: I, I The week that I get the totals down, the, I feel like every total lean I had was correct. The spreads just weren't quite there. Yeah.
0: It was a little rough on the spreads. And and in fact, you know, there was a, a couple of those games where we were just scratching our heads as trying to figure out exactly where the analysis went wrong. But hey, man, that's why they play the game. This week, Jim, there are there are some spreads out there, my friend. There's there are some points to lay
1: specifically uh, one massive spread.
0: Exactly, exactly. And we're gonna talk about that one. Right off the jump, as we always do, we're going to give you our favorite picks, and we're going to break down the lines for you as they stand uh, here on the Canadian football po- or the Canadian football schedule. Um, great games happening! It starts on Thursday night with the Montreal Alouettes taking on once again the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. This time, the Blue Bombers are at home, and Jim, just as we alluded to before, this is a massive spread that we are looking at right now the winnipeg blue bombers are 11 and a half point favorites here in this game (sighs) it's just it's massive 11 and a half point favorites uh we talk about the money line ridiculously juiced minus 625 in some spots uh you can get it as low as minus 450 uh, if you shop around for the blue bombers the Alouette side of it is at plus 450 uh, at the highest there as well. And then the over-under on this one is set at 48 and a half. Huh. I'm telling you right now, there are some gigantic numbers to be had <laughs> in this game. So, Jim, we start with the spread because it's the elephant in the room, and it is a giant elephant. What are we thinking about this spread? One of the largest we've seen this season, and... I don't know. Does it feel like a trap to you?
1: Well, I want to take Montreal, which means I'm probably going to end up taking Winnipeg here (laughs) because 11 seems insane, but they could do it. And, like, Winnipeg, in all honesty, dominated them in the last game, and they played maybe the sloppiest game, at least offensively, that they played all season. There's a real possibility that the Bombers could just come out and dominate and win by, like, 14.
0: You know, and Easy. that's the thing, too. We look at last week, which these teams played again. Uh, last week in Week 9, the Bombers, a 15-point win over the Alouettes, 35-20. to 20. But the game was close in the first half. It was 7-3 to three as the half closed. It wasn't until the second half, and more specifically the fourth quarter, where the Bombers blew up for 21 points. And that was just a series of, of Montreal mistakes coupled with them just being unable to stop anything that the Bombers could do. Um, we're talking mistakes in the return game. We're talking mistakes in field position game. All that stuff piled mm-hmm. up, especially in the fourth quarter, to lead to a loss of 15 points. Is that going to happen again? That's the question.
1: I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say Montreal, similar to Hamilton in a lot of regards, they are just both second-half collapse teams. Um I still like the Montreal first-half money line bet. I still see value there. God, I was I was rooting for it last week. But this total, with this spread, 48-and-a-half with a Montreal team that like still offensively, their games just go over. I'm all over the over 48-and-a-half. That's probably my favorite play of this game, easily.
0: In fact, that is what I've given out. I mean, I, I again, like I said, I write articles for the Sportsbook Review, and in my... Uh, in my article spoiler alert you're gonna get this number exactly it the over 48 and a half it's just these guys they <laughs> they lose but they score it's it's this weird phenomenon that they have that uh, that they end up scoring and you look back at what they've done over the the last season um in this where the Argos have uh, they've won I mean they've gone over this uh total what well, they've combined for 55 points last week First and foremost, mm-hmm. uh, Montreal is averaging 26.4 points, but they're giving up 26.8 points. Winnipeg scoring 27.6. It's all right in that realm of possibility. So six games for the Alouettes that has gone over 47 and a half, gone over 48 and a half even. So yeah, give me the over on this one for sure. But I don't know about I'm touching the rest of these lines. You know
1: what? I'm not going to back down. I, I will advise people. Probably live bet this one because Winnipeg has been getting into slow starts at games uh, after the first quarter, or maybe even halftime if they're up by like only a touchdown, or if they're even down potentially. Like they were down at part parts in the in that last game for the first quarter, and they look sloppy. You could get Winnipeg probably minus seven, minus six and a half if the game is right live. This is this is a perfect live betting opportunity.
0: Yeah. Again it is because you just never know what's going to happen with this team and and Winnipeg has played the East Division close. I mean, obviously Ottawa the first couple of weeks didn't even they, they were within a score, you know, 2 points, 7 points. It was it was close. So you could see that again in the Owls. They were embarrassed last week, flat out embarrassed. And they played some pretty good football for at least a half and then they just came out and and got waxed. So they're going to be out for revenge. Like I said, it's not out of the realm of possibility they can keep this close, much like the Ottawa Redblacks did in that first one. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. This this 11.5, it feels fishy. And it's minus 115 uh, if you go to the right places. Minus 105, you can eat a little less juice on a couple of, of books. So, shop around this if you're going to go with that.
1: This week, though, Rod, I'm going to steer into the fishy. Like, that line smells fishy, I'm going right into it. I'm taking... The Bombers minus 11 and a half.
0: You're throwing, you're throw. Oh, you're I'm taking doing. it. Wow. All I'm right.
1: Taking. Yep.
0: Minus one it. Yep. Minus for that is 11 well. and a half baby. All right. Yeah. I, again, this is a Montreal team. That's just very embarrassed. So, uh, against my better judgment, I'm going to say Montreal plus 11. I know that the Bombers are hot, but this is a, a an embarrassed Alouette's team. So I'll go on the other end of that. Uh, lock it in for me. Minus an 11 and a half. Now, you're gonna to have to get crazy with these these point totals, though, if you're gonna if you're gonna try to. I mean, not the point total, but the money line. If you're gonna to try to bet against the money line, because I'm not eating that much juice, my friend. I'm sorry, minus six. No, I'm not even
1: touching minus six twenty five. No. no, 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 no. Yeah, not even. close. It's gambling, not in not small time investing.
0: <laughs> I'm not watching the stock market, man. I'm trying to win money, and that's not gonna do it for me. So, uh, all right. We've wrapped it up there. Let's move to Friday Night Football and where we move to Hamilton, Ontario, where the Toronto Argonauts finish out the rest of the schedule against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Let's just face it that way. It's back-to-back games. They get a break in the middle of it. Then they play back-to-back games again heading into Labor Day. Look, Toronto and Hamilton already started this thing off pissed off at each other. They, They played pissed off with each other for the better part of that game. It's just not going to change at this point. And, and now uh, the Argonauts are coming off of a win against the Tiger Cats last week. And it wasn't even necessarily to me all that close of a game because you just saw Toronto dominate after Hamilton did what, Jim?
1: Fell apart in the second <laughs> half like they do week in
0: and week out uh they totally bombed in the second half like they do week in and week out and it's tough too because look man you could see it in the players aw. faces they knew they knew it was happening they watched everybody yeah. knew it was happening slumped slumped over shoulders down it just it was not pretty um at all for the tiger cats in the second half 34 to 20 was the final score last week they they come in this week as favorites uh on the money line uh, they come in as favorites on the spread. Although this is what I find kind of crazy. You get the tie Cats at minus two and a half here uh, across the board. Toronto is actually the underdog the week after they just beat the Ticats in a pretty convincing game. So
1: this Argos team just doesn't make sense. That's, that's, that's what I'm gathering from this. Ar- the Argos this year just don't make sense. They are complete chaos.
0: <laughs> it is complete chaos because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, Jim, where we talked about the fact that, look, Andrew Harris, Brandon Banks, Mark Heath Ambles, like all these uh, Stampeder receivers, and then McLeod Bethel-Thompson, they should be dominating. They should be way ahead of where they're at right now in the East, especially in the East when they have a Western team, in a, just by and large, a Western team. And they're in the East. They should be dominating. Why they're not, I don't know. So if you're going to give me this, and we'll talk about exactly what we're going to give me, I, I, I plus two for the Argonauts, it's, it's wacky to me. Uh, a lot like the point spread for the last game we talked about. Uh, as underdogs, Toronto is coming in at plus 110 on the money line in some places. Uh, minus 133 for the Thai Cats. If you want to try, it's a minus 125 somewhere else. The total on this one comes in at 46 and a half. So we start with the spread, Jim. I mean, is it Toronto plus two?
1: It's probably Toronto plus two. It, it probably is. I just can't trust Hamilton. Like, uh, At home, they're a little bit better, but still these second half collapses. And Toronto, I feel like, yes, they're chaotic. Yes, they're weird. They're on a little bit of an upswing. They had the... <laughs> I say that, but they did just lose to Ottawa two weeks ago. It but they they beat the Rough Riders pretty convincingly twice. I just can't the way Hamilton ended that game, they look so dejected and defeated. I just I came at the moment. Which makes me want to bet Hamilton minus two.
0: I, I don't know that I want to do that. I Again, I know that Hamilton played them close and played them tight for a half, but I, look, I was on Hamilton last week. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was I was all in on the Hamilton train. I thought the Argos did not look like they lived up to their potential, and the Ticats looked like a much better team, but then they just let me down, and I'm done with them letting me down, and I think Toronto has just the right kind of momentum, even in the hammer and and you said it perfectly, man. The last time uh, they played in the uh, in the hammer, they they well they beat Montreal, but then again they also lost to Ottawa at home. They lost to the Elks at home, and they lost to the Stampeders at home. So they're not very good.
1: Argo's money line, boom, <laughs> bucket. Argo's money line. I will be taking Hamilton minus one first half.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Remember, that's, you, gave, you gave that play out, and somebody liked you for that the other day.
1: Check mark that. I will be, yet again, taking Hamilton in the first half. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm taking the Argos money line as well, and I'm also taking Argos plus two because that is a, a decent enough bet. It's only juiced at minus 110, so, I mean, I, I like where that's at. Uh, Over-under on this one, Jim, it's, it's 46 and a half. They crushed it last week. Uh, Toronto, I like the over again. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, you yeah, look- I, go ahead.
1: It's just the, like the Argos' offense is getting better. They're getting pieces back, They're like and then Dane Evans, at least for a full half, this Hamilton offense can still put up points for a half, and maybe like a second of a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, look, the Argos by themselves are four and three against the spread. So, and and those four, three of those four have come in the last four weeks. So. Uh the only one they didn't cross was Ottawa, and that's because Ottawa kicks field goals and doesn't get in the end zone. So it has a uh, bomb ass defense. Yeah, and it has a bomb ass defense. So yeah, I like the over on this one. It's only 46 and a half. You know, if you if you can find it, you can find, there's a place where it's a 45 and a half. Uh, and if it's 45 and a half in your book, crush that because I think it's gonna hit 45 and a half quite easily. Uh, much like it did last week. Again, it was 3420 was the final score. I'm not good at math, but that's 54 points. That's far over the 45 that it was listed at. Far over well this 46. Over. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, I like that. So, to recap, it is the Argos money line. Uh, are you taking – you're taking Argos plus two.
1: I I mean – yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: I'll take, I'll take the plus two. I like the money line more. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I like the money line because it's plus money. I, I like plus money. And then – I will take the plus two. Yeah, and then definitely the over – On this one as well. So, all right, that's the first two games of the slate. Come back, we're going to break down the second two games on the slate. There's still plenty of football to be had. But before we do, let's tell you about Win. You thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now is the perfect time because new customers like you, when you bet $100, you get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games make them the perfect Place to bet MLB. Plus, the Wimbeck Casino is always open. It's 24 hours a day, and you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Dollars, so much to choose from, all you got to do is head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You ever wonder how we find all of our odds for the CFL Gambling Podcast? Well, look no further than Odds Trader. Well, what is Odds Trader? It is the perfect one-stop shop for all of your lines, all of your point spreads, everything you need, and all the books that you're looking for are all in one place. That is Odds Trader. I'm using it right now to pull up all of our odds and I'm also using it to help in the research as well because they lay it all out for you folks they give you all the past history of these teams they give you all the past history against the spreads they give you everything that you need research wise to just place the best bets and more than that they let you track your favorite bets as well across all of the different books so How do you do this? How do you get in on all this? How do you figure out where all of these lines are? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Join me in shopping on Oddstrader. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, it's the number one site for all of your game day bets. Speaking of game day bets, we move to Saturday. Another doubleheader on Saturday. I like these doubleheader Saturdays. Uh, I do. I like it because that means I'm wrapped up by Sunday.
1: I do like being able to take a nice little nap on a Sunday.
0: It is fantastic stuff. So we go to Saturday night at seven o'clock, uh, Eastern Time, where the BC Lions, boy, the red hot smoke and BC Lions, taking on the Calgary Stampeders in a Western battle. That really, the only two team, the only team that these two share in common that they've lost to, is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Calgary has two losses to them. BC has one. Looking across at the uh, the game total, plus one and a half, which is just kind of crazy to me, to be honest with you. Uh, they've got the Lions at plus one and a half for this game. I'm sorry, the, the Calgary Stampeders at plus one and a half for this game. Uh, the Lions are actually minus one and a half at plus 100 in some spots, if you can grab it. The money line is Calgary Stampeders, minus 105 BC, minus 115 and the total for this is set at 53 and a half or 52 and a half if you can find it. So start with the spread as we always do, Jim. Uh, Calgary, this is really just a pick them, to be honest with you.
1: Oh, God. I got to go with the BC Lions, I feel. They're on the right trajectory. Calgary, yeah, they played Winnipeg twice, but they still, their, their defense is solid. Calgary's defense is good. It's legit good but I just don't trust their offense. It's like Calvary's offense don't take this the wrong way. They're like a better version of Ottawa. <laughs> They're like a slightly better version of the Red Blacks where Bo Levi Mitchell is a guy who won't lose you any games, but he's not hes not clutch. He won't
0: win you the game. Well, that's and what their I running just, game is I for. I can't trust
1: this offense. Yeah,
0: that's what their running game is for, right? I mean, we've, we saw even last week where Kadim Carey wasn't a factor. Uh, the backup running back come in and just take over. And, and so, yeah, I mean, you're right in that the Stampeders, they're not, uh, yeah, you're right. They're just not, right? I mean, they they lost to Winnipeg. They only scored 19 points. In that they, they barely beat the Red Blacks in week nine, 17 to three. If it weren't for the Red Blacks being so bad last week, we could have been looking at a completely different story. Whereas you had BC again trounce Edmonton 46-14. And you could say, yeah, Rod, but that was Edmonton. Well, they beat Saskatchewan 32 to 17 the week before. Uh, they barely beat Hamilton, so that's kind of a bad way to go. But before that, they they stomped uh, they got stomped by BC. But before that, they they won against Ottawa. It's just they're consistent.
1: These last two games, BC's been on a, a major heat. After so After they lost to Winnipeg, after they got embarrassed by the Bombers, we kind of thought, oh, this team's coming back down to earth. And they did for a few weeks. And now that Rough Riders win just reignited the whole fire. Nathan Rourke is the king of Canada. They're just going on a tear. I like the minus one and a half here.
0: Yep, I'm definitely taking the minus one and a half. Because, again, if you're going to take them on the money line as well, then you might as well take that one and a half plus money. Uh, the money line, like I said, is at minus one fifteen. It's not even juiced up that much. I, I don't know why they think this game is going to be as close as they do. Uh, BC six and one, Calgary five and two. Record wise, it's kind of close, but I, I still think the uh, Lions are on a, on a tear, like you said.
1: I think so too. And they already played. Like I think the Rough Riders' defense is pretty legit. Like they have a pretty good defense, and they torched the hell out of them. And I, you've seen the only team that has made this team look like jokes is Winnipeg. And, even and I don't think – we saw Calgary is not at that level. Calgary's defense is good, and they can, like, compete for about a half with the big boys, with, like, the Bombers. But
0: they're not there. No, they're not. And even then, like, I don't know that it was – I mean, it was embarrassing score-wise for BC against Winnipeg, 43-22. Almost doubled them up. They played with
1: heart, though. But they, they played with heart. heart. Yep.
0: And they knew that they were going against the champs. So that's a tough sell, especially in the season. But the confidence is there for work. Dude's throwing – Five touchdowns in the first half. Like, I mean, he didn't throw that many in the first half, but he was damn close. And, and Dominic Rhymes looked fantastic. We'll talk about him in the DFS episode tomorrow. But, yeah, it's it's looking good for the Lions right now at just the right time to catch a Stamps team that is lackluster at best. And because they play in the West and they played a lot of Eastern teams, uh, to be honest, that that's kind of where they've, they've made their, hey, you look at the Stamps win. They won against the Red Blacks two, twice against the Elks, but then who hasn't beaten the Elks? The Tiger Cats and the Alouettes were the other wins. So some soft teams in that schedule. And the only team that they played that was worth anything, they lost to. They're getting propped up
1: by that really good defense. I, I think Bo Levi Mitchell's not a liability, but he's not he's not going to win you any games.
0: Nope. So uh, I'm good with that. I like the spread. I like the money line. 52 points. What are we thinking about this uh, over-under 52 and a half points or 53 and a half points? Does that even make any difference to you, or are you taking
1: <laughs> the over? Under. I'm taking under either way. Uh, I think Calgary's offense, like BC's defense we've seen in these last couple games, has been improved. I don't like, like, Calgary's going to shoot a bunch of field goals. They're going to kick a bunch of field goals. And I expect their defense to be able to get some stops and do, like, wreak some havoc on this BC team. So I, BC could get to, like, Thirty some points, and I still don't think it gets over fifty-two.
0: It's tough. I mean, obviously, last week against the Elks, they hit fifty-two over fifty-two. Uh, it, they hit that against the Riders where they scored thirty-seven to they scored forty-nine points. Uh, that didn't catch it, so that pushed that one. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 a rough sell. Uh, that's a lot of points to put up, and I feel like you're right on the under here as well. I know life's too short to bet unders, but also it's hard to think that the Lions are going to continue to score 40 points a game.
1: <laughs> they're well, just... like They're playing Calgary here. They're playing the defense with the pulse. The Elks just let them score at will.
0: Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, you saw Calgary only score 17 points against Ottawa's kind of tough defense, and they really, did, if it wasn't for the defense, they probably would have gotten blown out, the Red Blacks. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good one. You're playing against a pretty good defense like B.C., and they only put up 17 points. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to catch the over on this one either. So, I'm going under with you, buddy. Under is Want juiced it. at minus 105 if you can find it uh, out there as well. Uh, so, that is the breakdown of the BC Lions and the Calgary Stampeders. So, we have just Saturday night, the night cap, the last game of the week, 10 o'clock Eastern, your Saskatchewan Rough Riders versus the Edmonton Elks. Saskatchewan 4-4 four and four in this one, Edmonton 2-6 and six just coming off of a uh, Horrendous game are the <laughs> are both the elk teams. Yeah, both of them. To be honest, against the same team. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the the riders are coming off of a bye week where they uh, pretty much got eviscerated by BC, and then the Elks. I, I like that. I, I saw that on a, on a thing eviscerated, and I was like, "Ooh, that's that's a good way to put it." Uh, and the okay. Elks got taken apart against them as well. Spread on this one is at minus five and a half on the side of the rough riders a little more manageable spread money line on this one uh has it at minus 220 222 somewhere in that vicinity for the riders plus 180 for the elks the over under on this one is set at a paltry 48 and a half pretty much across the board and you're getting even money on all of this minus 110 uh on most books out there so i mean look elks are at home but does that mean anything That
1: damn number, five and a half. It's like the favorite CFL spread, five and a half. Ah, this is a tough one. The Rough Riders looked really bad offensively last time we saw them. Cody Fajardo, maybe the rehab of a week helped him. That offensive line did not get any help. They're still terrible, but the Elks' defense is garbage. Give me the Riders minus five and a half.
0: Yep. Gosh dang it. I mean, look, if you look at back at the Riders are four and four against the spread. Edmonton's three and five against the spread. You look at what they've done lately for the Riders, obviously they lost to BC 32 to 12. And even in games where they were covering spreads against Ottawa, it was 28 13, obviously covered that spread. Alouettes, 41 20, obviously covered that spread. Uh, Edmonton again, 26 16, obviously covered that spread. And then in Hamilton, 30 to 13 covered that spread as well. So, you know, when they've won, they've covered the spread.
1: They're good. The Riders are good at beating up bad teams. And the Elks are ostensibly a bad team. Yep. I love Taylor Cornelius to the ends of the earth. They are a bad team. The bad team of the CFL.
0: Just not looking good at all. And look, they need to do away with Deron Carter. That experiment needs to end
1: Yes, now. it does.
0: Now. Uh, again, we talked about the last time these guys met. It was twenty six sixteen. the The spread there was seven and a half, but they obviously covered it as ten. Uh, so I, I think they could do it again. Elks just have not shown anything. Fourteen points last week, ten the week before. Yeah, they got a shootout against the Alouettes where they at least scored thirty two points, but six against Calgary the week before that. It's just it's been a rough sled for the Elks, man, and it ain't getting any better. And yeah, definitely. The, the riders have the opportunity to beat them by far more than five points. I think this is at least a touchdown, if not more, if not another ten point game. I
1: was gonna say I could see this being like a ten point game.
0: Yeah. Aga it's hard for these Elks to find the, the off the end zone offensively or defensively for that matter, and which is where a lot of these teams are getting their points as well. So yeah. Uh moneyline are you going anywhere near this? you Are going to try to, to parlay a couple to make a good plus money for you? Uh,
1: I could maybe do the Riders and the Bombers, but I still don't think that gives you a ton of value.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's much value in the money line here as well. Minus 222. Just like uh, Jim said, we're not investment brokers. We're gamblers. <laughs> we want you to be able to win money easily. Uh, speaking of that, the over and the under, I mean, 48 and a half, it it feels like a sticky number thinking back to where these guys have been last week they were over uh they were thirty thirty two seventeen, 32 17 um which was actually a push at 19 52 they were over uh against the BC Lions they were actually under this number obviously the first time they met so i mean what are we thinking here uh
1: probably under i think i think with fajardo's injury their offense isn't going to be as potent for the Riders. And then I just... The Elks, against a defense that we still hold Saskatchewan on, on this... Like, up as a one of the top defenses in the CFL, I just don't think they're going to be able to produce. I'd yeah. say this could be like a 24-10 game, potentially.
0: Yeah, I don't think the problem is for the Riders to score more than 20. I just feel like the, the Elks are... Just getting in their own way. And I don't know that they're going to score a lot of points this game either. They may score two touchdowns. They may score two touchdowns and a field goal. But I I don't see this one going over as well. So give me the under on the Elks as well. That was going to be a rough way to end the weekend. We had a hell of a way to end the weekend last week. And now we're kind of, you know, a rough one.
1: Yeah, that was a
0: good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although we are starting it out, I think pretty decently. this is gonna be a you know a pretty nice uh, I think game.
1: Thursday night's gonna be awesome if not if it's not a blowout. But Friday Night football, I am making Toronto like I, it, if you are like first time listener, and haven't checked out the CFL. Watch these Toronto Argonauts play because their games are chaotic and they are wild and they are fun. Also watch the BC Lions because Nathan Rourke is a fucking force,
0: dude. Not only that, but all of his receivers are just—I so, mean, they're so good. Dominic Rhymes, Lucky Whitehead, Keon Hatcher, like all these guys are are fantastic and they do great work. James Butler in the backfield, their defense is is killing it. Purifoy's—I mean, just all kinds of great stuff going on over there. So. Um, all right, when we come back, we're going to give you some of our favorite bets. Our, our, basically, we'll call them locks of the week for you for your CFL slate. But before we do... Let's talk about Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together. You can connect and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from pick'em and Survivor to fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We have teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. It's free to enter, and some amazing prizes will. Will be announced later on so of course stay tuned for that and we've teamed up again to run our special nfl pool get it now over at dot com survivor that's sports gambling survivor let's talk about sleeper it's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players you probably already have a fantasy league on there i know i use it for mine and they just passed four million users now You could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game first. In any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Pick the over and the under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in with the NFL right around the corner. Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience and the main reason i'm excited about over under on sleeper it's the only app where i can join my buddies contest and we can all play together it's got a built-in group chat where i can see and copy my friends picks with the tap of a button it's insanely fun to write it out together so stop what you're doing right now download the sleeper app to play their new over under game have fun with your friends and of course make some money on your mobile phone by joining our listener group over at sleeper at sleeper.com/sgp sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to 100 Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Do you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISPs, and all sorts of other prying eyes. That is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting one of your data. That means your private... Details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Jim and I have scoured the slate. We have picked our favorite bets of the weekend, and we are ready to deliver you some of our just absolute locks that we're going to be locking in uh, on OddsTrader to keep track of as well. So, Jim, uh, what's your favorite bet of the weekend, your absolute favorite bet of the weekend?
1: It's going to be chalky. It's going to be the same thing every week. It's Hamilton minus one first half.
0: Uh, I mean that's the thing we, we've seen it we've seen it time and time again they are able to get the lead and then they're just able to lose it just as quickly and it's it's sad because with as much talent as uh, Hamilton actually does have over there and they've got like new talent right they've got Jackson Bennett that's been running the ball mm-hmm. well obviously they've got Dane Evans uh, they've got Braylon Addison who is a Swiss army knife as well it's just it's sad to see that they are unable to to put it together and keep it together for an entire uh, whole game. And considering they're East Division champs, like that even makes it rougher for them.
1: It definitely does. I'm also seeing Hamilton first quarter plus 105. Like
0: that one as well. Ooh. That one's a really good one. Uh, I like that. Um, I'm going to give you the... Uh, actually, what I'll do is I'll give you the Lions plus or minus one and a half if you find it in the right spot, it's plus money, and I'm not quite sure why. Uh, because I, <laughs> I mean, listen, with the Lions are going to probably end up winning, and at minus one and a half, you're giving plus money to that. I mean, I'll take that all day, every day. Uh, it, it's insane to me to to have a a minus one and a half at plus money, but shoot, if you're going to give it to me, I'll take it.
1: I like that. I also like the over in the Bombers Montreal game. That's probably my other favorite play.
0: Yeah, I like that one as well. Uh, You know, the over on that one is is going to be a a lock, Uh, definitely a lock for me because those guys, like I said, uh, the Alouettes lose, but they score. It's just an absolute craziness uh, to do it. Um, But I'll also I'll also give you the Argonauts as the upset as well. I like that because it's a plus one fifteen. I just I can't see them losing this game uh, at all. So they're going like, to, like Jim said, the Hamilton's going to go up. They'll probably go up in the first quarter. They'll definitely go up in the first half. But the Argonauts are going to find a way to exploit the fact that the Ticats the can't close out a game. And they'll come back and they'll beat them. They've got Andrew Harris on a roll now. He's got a couple of weeks of solid play. Brandon Banks is waking up. Maybe not to the extent that they would hope that he had earlier, but he's definitely waking up. And like I said, with all of these former stamp receiver, receivers, they're looking pretty good. And, and McLeod bethel Thompson's able to find them and, and put them together when it counts, and that's at the end of the game.
1: Oh, do we think that the Toronto Argonauts will score 20 points?
0: Uh, I think that that is a safe bet, given the fact that uh, Toronto's been able to score 34 uh, last week. Yeah, they scored 13 against Ottawa, but we talked about how good... That uh, defense is uh, against Saskatchewan. They scored 31 points against Saskatchewan. Again, they scored 30 points. It yeah, it, you're hard pressed to find a week in which they did not score uh, 30 you know, points.
1: I'll take I'll take a flyer on
0: Toronto team total over 24. I actually I like that. I don't hate that at all. Like I said, uh, 34 against Hamilton plus 130. Ah, that's plus money.
1: I love oh, yeah. it. Over twenty four plus one thirty. I love it. Okay.
0: Over the last couple of weeks, they've been or three of the last four weeks, they've done exactly that. Slow start to their season, but they've heated up. So uh, twenty four is an easily reachable total for them. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. Um, yeah, we got a great slate coming up for you, man, and it's just exciting to watch more CFL football. Even as the NFL starts to gear up, the CFL football is heating up as well as we head toward the second half of the season. Once Labor Day hits, folks, L-A-B-O-U-R, Day hits, that's when, that's when the gloves really come off. and
1: That's when we're just
0: bare-knuckle boxing in this league. God, I'm excited. <laughs> me too, me too. Um, all right, Jim, I think we've pretty much given everybody out some really good bets this weekend as we have before. Make sure to jump in our Discord channel because we'll be giving you stuff all week long as well uh, to, to supplement this.
1: Damn right we will. There's going to be plenty of line movement too. I imagine. Oh yeah.
0: Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I bet
1: I, that Winnipeg. I bet that Winnipeg line moves a decent amount. Yeah.
0: You. You might not get it at double digits by the end of the week. I mean, uh, people will probably beat it down a little bit after seeing it so high, uh, or they may bet it the other way. Who knows, man? I'll double,
1: know. if it if it goes lower. I'll double dip. Yeah. Might as well. Might as well.
0: Um, all right, Jim. Why don't you let everybody know they can find you on social media. You can find me at XFL Jim over
1: on the Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere. I'm I'm XFL Jim. I'm doing a lot. There's a lot going on in my life right now. It's a, it's a crazy time in the garage.
0: It's a wild ride for Jim. We're just so glad that he can join us for these shows as well every single week. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at RJV Gomez. Jump in that Discord, SG.pn slash discord, SportsGamilyPodcast.com slash discord if you are scared of short codes. But, yeah, we're there. We're talking every day about uh, spring football and and what our favorite plays are for the week. Of course, uh, read all my work on the Sportsbook Review as well as the Sports Gallery Podcast website. Got some great stuff coming out. DFS episode coming out tomorrow as well, as we always do. So, yeah, until next time, everybody. Enjoy your three downs. Let's play some football and let it ride.